You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and we have a special guest at our special venue. Tim Howard's kindly joined us for this special in Orlando, Florida, Robbie Earl. Yep. And we're going to get to all the fun things at the end, mm -hmm. but we've just watched an amazing game of football between Absolutely. Arsenal and Manchester United. Arsenal yeah. coming out ahead 3-2. Why don't we ask our guest first, get Tim's kind of thoughts. overriding thoughts on that brilliant, brilliant game. Oh, thanks for having me. I, I, it's always special. When I'm here, so I, I thank you for that. Um, what a brilliant game of football. It, 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 you know, we talked about, Beck said it was the best game of the weekend. It was the best game of the season. For me, it had everything. It was a throwback. I mean, it was a, it was a top of the table clash between Arsenal and Manchester United. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's great when, when you know what both teams are going to do. We analyze it, we yep. overanalyze it, we know exactly the danger moments and the matchups to look for, and we try and give that to the audience. And it's lovely when it plays out because I think in big, big games, big moments, there are no surprises, or there shouldn't be. And so basically it's execution and which team can do it better and which team can endure for longer. And I think we saw that on both sides. You know, Arsenal overloaded the outside. They got the ball in the box. I thought, but for one time, I thought United defended their box really, really well. And then they hit them on the break, and they weren't as clinical with the final pass as they probably would have liked in the first half. You look at Bruno and Anthony, weren't perfect. But at the end of the day, that's exactly what we thought Manchester United were going to be, and they, and they did. And then to get the winner at home, laid on, uh, in front of their own crowd, I thought it was just a brilliant game of football. What do you think, Mike? Significant day in the title race, my yeah, friend. I think so. We yeah. will do a breakdown at the end of the season of the champions, and if the champions are Arsenal, that game will be in there. Well, let, let's just pause there. Do you think it will be Arsenal? Right now, I do think it'll be Arsenal. They've got 50 points, uh, yeah. Rob, at the halfway stage. They've never had more than 90 and that was in 2003-2004, the last time they won it. Yeah. Why do I think they'll win it? Because as Lee Dixon, who's won titles, and I'm not sure I'll bow to his judgment, that the pressure will come. I think they're a young group of players who are enjoying the pressure. I think Eddie Nketiah is coming to the team. He was the one that they were saying, well, Jesus isn't here. Nketiah can't score big goals. He won't get the goals. He's been outstanding. And they've got a young manager who's its first rodeo, who's 41 years of age, who is handling the team and the personality and the mentality and everything that's coming perfectly. I think Eddie Nketiah is an incredibly uh, interesting story. January, this transfer window, there's a lot of talk at the start of it. Do Arsenal need to buy somebody? Jesus is going to be out for, for quite a few weeks. Do they need to buy somebody? Is Nketiah going to be en enough while somebody, something gets hurt with him? I remember thinking, don't bring somebody else in because that person's got to be very, very good to get in front of Nketiah and when Jesus is back as well. So... I think, given the way that he plays, he might not be as, maybe as hard-working as Jesus or as, or as skillful or flashy, but he's a scorer and he's a poacher and he's in good spots all the time. That's many, many chances. So I think, I think with Jesus now, it'll be difficult to get back in the side. What do you think, Tim? Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I asked you the question and I wasn't trying to be cheeky. I like Jesus. I do. I think he brings a lot to the team. Would I, would I substitute him now for Eddie Nketiah? No, I wouldn't. 
just because of the, mm -hmm. the form that he's in and the way that he's scoring goals. And, okay, he might not be the big name that Jesus is, but he brings production. And, and something you said, Robbie, there about, about Lee Dixon. I think Lee says these things about what's it going to be like for the run-in to kind of to kind of quell his own fears. Um, that, no, that being that being yeah, said, yeah. I think he's right. I think we have to find out. But I also think we're finding out along the way. I think yeah, we're finding yeah. out moments like today. I have to say, being around the game in the Premier League for as long as I have, I I haven't seen a team not blink the way this young team isn't yeah. blinking. Yeah, okay, there's there's pitfalls to youth, yeah, yeah. but I don't see it with this team. But let's just just look at this week, Rob. This could have been a uh, bit of disappointment. Callum Mudrick, 108 million dollars goes to Chelsea. Oh, we've lost out. Well, Eddie Nketiah today, a kid from the academy, comes up with two big goals. Leandro Trossard, who came on the pitch, Rob, yeah. could be a very important little player who fits in, who knows the Premier League, and Mikel Arteta, almost like, well, let's not worry about something we've never had. We didn't have Mudrick. Let's worry about the things we've got. And Leandro Trossard could be an important signing for Let's us. touch on Manchester United in a second. Last thing on Arsenal. Yeah. I think we've got to mention Bakar Saka, haven't we, again? Oh, special. I mean, we can... Special footballer, mate. He continues to improve, doesn't he? Today, when the, the threat was from the wide areas, I didn't think Martinelli had the best game. He gave Luke Shaw a real time. Coming in on that left foot, Rob, was yeah. incredible. His goal was, was something special. Manchester United, Tim, quickly on them before we move on. Uh, I thought he defended really, really well for the most part in those wide areas yeah. where Arsenal is so strong, they're so quick, they're so lethal, and they, of course they did do some good work there. It's not all doom and gloom for United. I know it's hard. that's hard to take, but they're still showing signs of improvement, no, it's right? It's not doom and gloom. They played really well, and they got beat by potentially yeah. the, the, the soon-to-be champions. And, and what I would say is they were set up really well. Yes, the players have to go out, and we always put, we always put a ton of pressure on the managers. The players executed, but Ten Hag, give him credit. Yeah. He knew where the danger was going to be. He set up his team right, not only for this game, but last week in the derby. Things are, things are looking up for Manchester United. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Well, you know what, Rob? There's, there's some big games and big yeah. stories, and we're just going to hit the biggest ones of this weekend. Now, I'm not sure there's a bigger game than West Ham United versus Everton. Two teams, huge teams. El traditional Sakio, teams. they call it. El, El Sakio. Sakio. Whoever yeah. lost was going to lose his job. Now, West Ham United stepped up. They won 2-0, Tim. Um, OK, let's go with Everton, your former club. Mm. It, 
Can, let me ask you a question. Can Frank Lampard find it in himself to get this team and squad and fans and club in the same direction that like they did at the end of last year to do it again? It's going to be very difficult to stay up, isn't it? Almost impossible. Um, I feel for Frank Lampard. I think time is against him. Um, when you look at his track record, he's had to go into Everton and basically save them last year. My worry is that they haven't gotten better in terms of player personnel. Lost Richarlison. Yeah, lost Richarlison. And so, so because they're in the same predicament, they're hearing the same message. Does that make sense? They're hearing the same message from Frank. And I just wonder, with all the chaos going around a football club with the fans and the board, players who are fragile and low on confidence will look for any excuse. Okay, take that from me. I've been, I've been in that position. We've all been there. Yeah, and, and to look for an excuse. There's a lot of excuses right now around Manchester Football Club for these players to cling on to and say, oh, it's not me, it's, it's everything else. And so I think that's going to go against Frank Lampard in the end when you look at what comes next. Arsenal can't see them winning that. Yeah, then all the of a sudden they go into the derby. And, and, and I, I mean, at, at a certain point there's, a, there's an eye test and there's an optics. And if that, if that goes really bad in the next two games, I, I feel for Frank Lampard because I don't know if he can survive it. At some point, Tim, though, I look at that squad of players mm. and they shouldn't be 19th in the table, no. only not bottom on goal difference. Mm. Listen, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 maybe because mm. we ain't playing well. But 19 is unacceptable. For a team that last season the fans did everything to keep up, I don't care whether it's Frank Lampard. I don't care whether it's Sean Dyche. I don't care whether it's Pep Guardiola. At some point, those group of players. Now, the club is in a mess. I'm sorry about your, your yeah, whole club. Yeah. It's in an absolute mess. Yeah. From board to owners to players to manager, it's, it, it, it's, it's all over the place. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And for me, the only possible way forward is somebody to come in and, and try and change it. Somebody totally new to come in. I'm saying Sean Dyche on a, on a shortish-term contract because experienced plays in a different way, will find a way, I think, to grind some points out. And that's what they need right now, Everton. They're not going to play them well, play football out of this trouble, are they? Sean Dyche or somebody else, I just think it's tough for Frank to, to, to kind of go again a little bit. Can, can um, you even imagine Everton getting relegated, Robert? Well, we, we say that about so many big clubs. It's happened to them. And, I'm not sure about Everton. I'm not wow. sure a club that, uh, of Everton's size and history. Yeah. and I mean, It's incredible. I, I, look, I also think... Uh, I, 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 I hate when managers get sacked. I think they don't, they don't get enough time. Yeah. You know, when I, when I look at the table, though, and, and I hear what you're saying, Rob, they still have half the season left. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the major positive. Right. And I can imagine if you're the board, you're saying, are we getting performances that at least show us that we're in an upward trend? And right now they're not. And, yes, that has to be on, on the players. I don't, I don't know if on the, on the back end of the last season, the fans gave them everything, and so they, they got them out of it. I thought there should have been more from the players, even if it's just digging in and chasing and running and kicking and mm. doing all the ugly things, at least from the start of the season, to say, this is who we're going to be, this is going to be our identity. And we haven't seen that from Everton. I think West Ham United, Rob, that's a massive victory for them. Yeah. I feel like they needed one attacking player to catch fire. And maybe Gerard Bowen's going to be that guy. You know, waiting yeah. for somebody. All these players that were so hot a couple of seasons ago, even Thomas Suchek in midfield scored yeah. those goals in midfield. He's gone very, very cold. Bowen gone cold. Michael Antonio gone cold. Ben Rama. Pablo Fonel, so many players have done well. Nothing was happening. Maybe Bowen now will get him going a little bit. Maybe David Moyes has got some of that experience in the thing you talked that Sean Dyche has got that maybe Frank hasn't quite got at the mm. moment. Let's move it on to uh, two teams that started ninth and 10th this week in, in the Premier League. Liverpool versus Chelsea. Liverpool, recent winners of the Premier League. Chelsea, recent winners of the Champions League. Both club some distance from there. I said that after the game, Rob, a 0-0 uh, draw at Liverpool that wasn't particularly high quality. It's two working progresses for me, for, for two football clubs. Yeah, and also, like, in terms of where that progress is, 
I think we all know with Chelsea, they're spending a ton of money to try and get some of the best young talent in the world, right? And, and we'll not, we'll, I guess we'll find out over the months and seasons whether these players will fulfill that, but that's the objective. And I think we're slowly going to see a new Chelsea team. Liverpool, on the other hand, I don't know whether they've reached that point where they feel they've got to go again and, and they're in between. Like, what are we going to do? Do we need to rip this up a little bit and, and try and change a lot of players? Do the, the owners that want to sell the football club want to invest the money needed to, to do that? They've got a ton of great front players, Tim, but how much other kind of adjustment do they need to get this team back to anywhere near where they yeah, were? Well, let, me, let me give you the, the, uh, the good parts really quick. Last year, two years ago, I would have said... Arsenal win the title. <laughs> Maybe they get in the Champions League. And last year they finished fifth, they should get in the Champions League. Ten Hag took over Manchester United and I thought they're four years away. I did, I said that. I think they're four years away. The good thing about the way the Premier League is trending now is yeah. you can turn this around. Yeah. A rebuild can happen in 18 to 24 months. That's the good side for them. Absolutely. Maybe that's what these two teams do. I don't think we'll see Graham Potter's team until next se yeah. season. I think yeah. there's going to be some changes in there. Let's just finally talk about Manchester City. Reigning champions who went to Wolves. No surprise they won. No surprise Erling Haaland gets a hat-trick. No surprise on 25 goals already this season. I mean, it's incredible that a few weeks people were saying, can they really play? Is, is, is he in addition to that, to that squad? Yeah. I mean, the, the goals, Rob, speak for themselves. They do. Um, I, I just felt for like two or three games where he didn't score, didn't touch the ball very often, I, I just thought... That's kind of going back to what we saw at the very, very, very beginning. And then they realised, hang on a minute, we have got to play to the strength. We have got to play differently. We have got to look for the ball over the top. We have got to try and slide them in between defenders. We have got to cross the ball more. And I just think, of a sudden again, they're doing it again. And Lord, he does. You, you put the ball in there, as De Bruyne can do so perfectly. He's so good with his movement and, and knowing where to be. The goals are starting to flow again. And then we start to get into scary numbers, Tim. Yeah, I mean, 25... 25 Premier League goals are halfway through, what, 50? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy, isn't I it? Mean, I mean, I say to you guys all the time, you're sick of hearing it, but we'll say it for the public. Like, I, I've, I've, I've never witnessed a striker score easy hat That's disrespectful to him. But these are easy hat tricks. These are tapping. But the hat tricks that I'm used to seeing are guys in the 90th minute sliding in the mud to just try and get their toe on something to maybe get a hat trick. He's getting a hat trick on 60 minutes, and they're getting hooked. Have you guys ever seen a, a player with a, with a clean jersey yeah, not get a hooked on 60 minutes? I know. It's crazy. It's brilliant to watch. And they're still going to be going, mate. Man yeah. City. They're yeah. still going to be a force, and they're going to keep honest. Two, Arsenal honest two games against through. Two games against Arsenal, aren't yeah. they? It's, yeah. it's going to be key to the title. Yeah. Let's move on. Why are we here? Why are we in Orlando? Oh. What have we done in Orlando? Let's talk about, I think, the Thursday we arrived... We thought we'd, we'd take on some of the, the theme park. Velocity Coaster, my friend, I, yeah. I'm happy to say that, that two of us were happy to ride and enjoy and have one of the greatest roller coaster experiences. Listen, I read the thing, like man. neck problems. Well, I've got a neck problem. Lower back, yeah, I got lady, that. Lady <laughs> low, we give a pass. Motion to. sickness, I have that as well. I'm Mr. Not gonna Musto. I'm going to do it. Gonna try Durable, strong, defensive midfield player. He's lost oh, it. my back's a bit sore. I can't do the Velocity Wait. Coaster. Well, I'll tell you what. I love the coaster. I'll never say no to a roller coaster, but everything in my body is trembling. I didn't want to get on there, but I, I do because I love it. And you can see by the video that I was petrified, but the exhilaration. It was amazing. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was phenomenal. I would do it again. Let me tell you about one other thing that's really important from this weekend, that you've faced your nemesis, and I think we're ready to address it. I'm talking Seamus. I'm talking WWE Next Training Facility. Me and you, my friend, are ready to take on the big Liverpool Irish man. And I've got to give a shout out to Nikki, our trainer. Oh, and, and she was almost, she was incredible. Almost, yeah. And, and what is it again? What what's our 
What's our, what are our names? We are very angry Robbies. V A R. Check, check complete. complete. You're going, going down, down, big man. You're going that's, down. That's our. That's, I mean, I'm nervous. I, I mean, yeah, I'm ner- yeah. I will say this. I doubted you, Musty. I doubted you because I saw the, I saw the video. I thought I could take you on, I, no problem. And then I saw the headlock wrestling the fellow to the ground. It's called a sleeper. It's yeah, a sleeper yeah, movement. yeah. And you know, just be a little bit careful because <laughs> he's my distracting guy, and I'm going to jump around the back and give you the sleeper. I'm just a little bit surprised you needed help. I thought you were going to take him on by yourself. Well, yeah. well I, I'm confident, but in case <laughs> I do, I think he's got my back. Favorite things about Orlando, mate? What? what what's... Um, well, I, I just think the sheer amount of people surprised me. Actually, rehearsing yeah. on the first day on Saturday morning, I think a, a couple of hours later, the place was at full capacity. I remember people coming by, and so many Premier League football shirts I'm seeing. So. I think I expected a lot of fans to be here, but the amount and the atmosphere here, I think, certainly surprised me. And we've been to many, many fan fests. Well, credit credit NBC and, and our show and, and the pre- these Premier League fans. This has really become a bucket list item for people. Like The, yeah. the amount of jealousy that I hear from people who aren't here, <laughs> they, they can't wait to get to the next one. So it's pretty special. And I wasn't quite sure I would work in a theme park, like people coming in, not yeah, in football. Fo- football and roller coasters. Football and Premier yeah. League has definitely brought people to it. What a great weekend we are. Thank you to Orlando. And it's one of those weekends where Arsenal have got a five-point gap now at the top of the table with a game in hand. They left it late, but they got the job done. We'll be back on, I think it's Sunday, February the 5th. Yeah, that'll be our next podcast when me and Musto will get together on all the Premier League games. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musto together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. And good night from Tim, actually. Good night. Good night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.